Coffee Club Time. now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you on this August 11th. Is that the correct date, I believe? Yep. 2021, a Wednesday. We're just getting started. Some of us, I I think really, if you really want to hear the best show, you ought to hear the Coffee Club (laughs) pre-show. That one, that one's pretty interesting. But here we are. Um, we're minus one of our panel members, and I need to go into this announcement right away and keep you guys updated and let you know exactly what's going on. Radio Tim's going to be off for a while. Um, Tim became ill last Thursday night, Thursday, and wasn't on the air Thursday night, Friday, and of course, Monday or Tuesday of this week. Um, Thought he was doing a little bit better, but um, Tim has something that Jeff and I both have, uh, something called, what is it, Jeff, cellulitis? Called cellulitis. It, it, it actually is an infection that infects the cells 
of the of not the, for the top layer of skin, but the lower layers of skin. So essentially, they found some more places and decided to put him in the hospital. So I've been covering his show, especially during the weekdays. So right after this show, I will be on doing Radio Tim's show. So it's a little double duty today, but. Tim's listeners deserve somebody to play their request, and I'm the best they can get right now. And if somebody wants to come along and replace me, that's cool, too. But I'm the best we can get right now, and we're doing this for Tim. And just wanted everybody to know that he sends his best wishes, and I will update you as often as I get news every day or so about Tim. Other than that... Outside of doing a little bit of cooking and some sports and spending a tremendous amount of time here at the Legend, um, I have no complaints. Jennifer, what about you? Oh, it's going to be hot, hot, hot today. They say our heat indices are going to be between 103 and 108, oh. between 1 and 8 p.m. tonight. Oh, my. I think I'll just... So I don't think I'll be out. I don't think any of us are going to be out. So, what is otherwise? You're just doing a little bit of brailing work, and otherwise, I'm doing brailing work and getting getting people that ask me for prices and then don't do a job and then quit telling people prices unless they're going to tell me for sure they've got a job to do. Yeah, they want quotes, but they don't want anything, or they they shop. We used to have folks at work who would come around. And they'd ask you a question, well, Bill, what do you think of this, 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 or how do you do this, this, and this? Well, they might not believe your answer. You hear them go down the aisle, ask another person. They were called um, shoppers, and they would shop for answers. So after a while, everybody got together and decided, hey, we're not going to give you any more answers. You, um, you're going to do that. So this same lady's done it to me twice now. She she shops and wants all these answers, and I give her the answers, and then within the next day or so, she goes, "Oh, that project's no longer available. We'll keep you in mind for another one." So next time I see her email, yeah. So there you go. I guess it's just part of doing business. Well, let's see. Let's go to Dave and Chris in Altoona. Well. We're good. It's going to be hot here. Heat index, like you said, looks slightly over 100. We're going to go way over the 90s into the 90s today. And oh. It's humid already. It was 77 a couple minutes ago. So we're just hanging out, doing what we do. Doing what you do besides Dave. Now, Oh, Dave uh, had that cellulitis, too. Yeah, he had it in his eye, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, you know, that stuff is so... I had it on my leg, and they had to cut into it. Oh, that took me almost a month to... He got two injections and antibiotics, and I don't know what all. It took mm. about three days, but it stayed sore for, I don't know, a month or so. But then but then Dave, the first thing he says to me this morning is, he's going to give me a virtual whooping. So, uh, now, what have I done today? And then I happened to think, what did I do? I, just because I was being a good neighbor 
and called him and told him that the Bose hearing aids were now available in all 50 states. Oh, no. (laughs) Just because he went and ordered one, he's putting the blame on me. We have to blame it on somebody. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll be interested to see what you think of it. Yeah, we'll find out. Well, you have a 90-day trial. Which I pointed out is 10 days less than the trial on the purple pillow. Purple <laughs> pillow, yeah. I think I'm going to send you some my pillows if you don't stop this. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Nonsense. All right, let's go to our, uh, our panel keeps getting smaller and smaller. Let's go to yeah, Jeff in New York. Jeff over there. Oh, I, I'm, I'm just a bozo on this bus today. I'm doing okay. Everything is good here. Going to be uh, the same kind of weather they are having in Altoona, Pennsylvania. We're having here in Albany, New York. So, uh, that's all I can say. There's not much going on today. I'm not sure what I'm going to do today, except that uh, I'm not going to have Mex- Mexican food because that didn't agree with me a few days ago. I'm not sure what I ate, but uh, it's just uh, I think it was the habanero sauce. I, I ate this. I had this dish that was really hot, really, really spicy. And I think that finally hit me. So have to be careful. Next and time. so you were out of business for a few hours. Yes. Oh. <laughs> matter of a matter of speaking. <laughs> Matter of speaking. Well, you were. I guess we might as well see if we have anybody who wants to talk to us. Oh, I can't believe we... I'm not seeing any hand. Gail. Gail's up. There we go. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself, my dear. Hi. Hey, Gail. Uh, uh, I just have a special prayer for Tim. I wish the best for him. Take as much time as you need. You know, we want you back in one piece. And also, I'm not doing too bad uh, because of the, pro. I think it's called Promecta with an M that I take for my platelet things. That is keeping me out of the hospital. And the last time they checked my blood uh, platelets, it was quite high. It was quite nice. I heard from my doctor Monday uh, phone call, and he said everything is going the way it should go with that. And probably in a week or two or in a, uh, something like that, I should be going back to the cancer center for a blood draw so they can find out what's going on if I need to go back on it or if I need what's going on there. But I'm doing quite well, and everything is still going well with Wendy. And uh, I miss Beth, but I hope her conference goes well, too. So that's about all that's going on here right now. Well, you're, you're just being Gail, so that's good. And I'll be putting in requests for you, Bill. All right. Well, Even I'm, if I do the stump the DJ thing, it'll help. That's okay. <laughs> I'm learning as I go along. I'm, you know, so. It's fun. Don't worry about It keeps me on that. my toes and it keeps you on your toes. That's exactly right. That's what it takes. It keeps me awake, keeps me busy. But, Thanks uh, much for everything. We, we got to carry up the good work. We got to carry on, Tim's. We just got to keep things going. Yep. All right. Who's? Thank you, Gail. Who's next? All right. Jeff? Next, we have Joe Sorensen. Then we'll follow that up with Bill and Pamela Francis. Go ahead, Joe. Unmute yourself, please. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, okay. Joe. Hi. Good, good morning. 
and it's cloudy skies, 69 degrees, up to 92, and down to 68, and doing doing quite well. Now, what what I'm wondering, the book "Exciting Life of Joe Sorensen" is is an ebook, and I I I I don't have a Victor screen reader, so if somebody would try it out just just to test it to see, and it just it is it is in the ebook format, it's only three dollars and fifty cents. Oh, that's one you can buy on Amazon? Yes. Yes. And how many years is your book? Wasn't it for a while, wasn't it up to like eight or nine years old? Or have you expanded uh, that book? It, 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 it actually, in, in a nutshell, sort of a, a, a Reader's Digest version of, of, of my whole yeah, life. But how, how long have we had it out? Oh, oh it's, 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 it, it, in this present form, it, it was released on January 21st. Uh, on uh, Rushmore Press and on uh, a- Amazon, and we're 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 working on doing e- e- even bigger things, but that will be announced when it's finally nailed yeah. down and 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 scheduled. Uh, but uh, at, at first, I was going to do about four or five different books, but as as the publishing and the self-publishing industry was going and the the pressure that I had from Author House it just made it a complete complete they put they put two in one right so you got your book going I guess maybe the next logical step and I don't know how expensive it would be if they would make it into an audible book you know we had Dave Gordon I, on I, it. actually that's Bill um, that's in the works and so um but also we're in the process of doing a movie documentary of some sort. Um, we've already made the payments. What's nice is that Rushmore Press offered to pay half the cost. And so we paid the other half of that. And we'll just, we're just kind of waiting for the next step, you know, what needs to be done with that. And then, in, in the meantime, we'll just keep uh, pushing the book to get sales. And ag- actually, he is he is he is working trying to get a a major publisher for for an audio book, which 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 I would read. Then I wouldn't have to spend another cent. I've spent way too much money. <laughs> How long is a book approximately? Uh, this one is is sixty six pages. Sixty six pages. Okay, and. And what it is is it's it's um and uh but it's actually called poetic biography. It's it's hit the story of his life laced with poetry throughout the short poems throughout the book. Well, that's good. You, I may go over and uh, send you an email and go look at it uh, on the Amazon Kindle and see what we can find out. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Now, if you're writing your next book, please leave my chapter out because there's so much bad things that no, I'm just kidding, Ellen. <laughs> That's the reason I want to put you in it. In, 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 in. Thanks well, a lot, Joe. All you Thank you for do him. is write about Anytime. axes and credit cards, and you got Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jeff. You got Jeff. So, thank you, guys. Sure enough. And good luck in that yeah. project. Thank you, guys. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? I think you are, actually. Yep, I'm here. The machine told me to unmute myself. Oh, uh, as far as weather-wise here, Joe just gave the weather out here. It's about almost 80 degrees here already. We're expected heat in the next day of 105 to 110. 
We had a big rain, thunderstorm last night, a lot of wind, took trees down up in the northern suburbs. I didn't really get any damage here, but a lot of cars got mashed, and it, took up, it ripped out trees that were 50, 60 years old right by the roots. And so it's a big cleanup, and there's about 50,000 people right now with no electricity. And, of course, as hot as it's going to get, you need your AC, which mine's going. And they're redoing my street out front. They've been doing it for the last month. They're out there doing sewer stuff now. So they can't really park out here with my daughter just low. she got to find a place to park. <laughs> and about, uh, I won't be here next week. I'll be in Chama way to Charleston, Illinois, taking my grandson to uh, Eastern College. So we got to leave here about 8.30 or so in the morning, Chicago time, because his move-in time down there from 1 to 5. And they say strictly one to five, not before, not after. Is he a freshman in school, or is no, he's junior? He's going junior. To junior. He did. He did two years at Joliet uh, Junior. Now he's going off to Eastern as a junior, and he's got his own apartment, got a two-bedroom apartment on campus, and he's he's going into theater, film, and directing that kind of stuff. So that's what he wants to do. He's done. He's done a few for plays or a virtual, and he's done some stuff. And then while he's at JC. He, um, the professors would put stuff, I don't know, on DVD or film or wherever they did it, and he would, uh, he had the job of going through it and put the caption on the bottom for deaf kids. He did, he did the caption for that. Very challenging. Let me tell you. Yeah, and, yeah and he's he's um, he's going to go play because I I well I found out talking to a couple of my one of my cousins that her daughter is one of the top uh, theatrical agents and managers and all this stuff in Hollywood. So she said after his first semester, give her a call and see what she says. So, wow, so he's might, big things ahead him, for him. Might have an inside track there. But, and then I got another friend that I've known since the guy was four years old. His father was a member where I worked at the club, and his two sons are big producers out in Hollywood also. They produced, I don't know, one, one produced, I forget the name of the series, that was a top-rate TV show for a while, right? So he's got two more years of college to go. He's a junior now, so he's got two yeah, more years right, to go. Yeah, yeah, two more years to go. So I had to, I had to fork out some money this morning. I transferred some money over for him. <laughs> there you which go. I, which I guess he needs. And uh, oh, well, I got you on the line, Bill. A week from Saturday uh, is the picnic. Uh-huh. I'm not sure now, but I will send you my money anyway if I can't make it because Indiana is now on the Illinois watch list. And I, they just put it on this morning, so I have to see what my daughter's job says about going to Indiana and coming back. So well, it may have an effect on our... But I'll let, I'll let you know, but, okay. I'll, uh, but I'll, I'll send you the money. Speaking What's that song by Arding Taylor? Indiana wants me, but I can't go back there. Right. Like yeah. Speaking right, of right, which, right. Bill, speaking of... Right. Jenny yep. and I just transferred. Geraldine gave it to us. Um, we've got... One of the lists that we've never had for a catalog before is the is a complete list of all honorary alumni members. And oh, I didn't know they had any. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'd be is that, surprised. Is that the valedictorians or what? No, those are people who, for whatever reason, didn't graduate, but they deemed them oh, to oh, be honorary you. members. So, yeah, okay. so. Anyway, we're working hard on that project. And I'm, and I'm, work, I'm working on the other the list for the uh, 50s and 60s. I've contacted everybody. I will be emailing you the new information. I get one. I got to get a new address. She didn't know that the address but now that uh, Russ and Kay just sold their house. They're moving, and she'll give me the new address. Oh, and 
Do you remember you remember Paul, our buddy Easterling? Yeah. Yeah, he lives in Vegas, and I got I finally got in touch with him. Uh, sorry to say, but he said that he didn't care if anybody knows or not, but he got cancer probably got about two, three years ago. His wife has got lupus also. Oh, so. hard times. We just be thankful for what we can do. Right. Well, yeah, be- okay, I'll catch you later, but I won't be here next week, but I'll... I'll keep in touch with you. I'll All right. Well, you really will be here in spirit, though, Bill. So we- yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be here in spirit, but of course, now you guys can talk about it. Uh, of course we can. But you know what? We'll talk about you whether you're here or there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you be safe, Bill. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Pam, can you unmute? Oh, you are unmuted. Go ahead, Pam. Hey, everybody. Hope everyone is well. And yes, it is going to be a hot one here. Mercy. We're going to have heat indices of close to 110 this afternoon. Anyhow, I do I haven't been out here for a little while because I've been trying to get my speech and thoughts and computer and everything else back together. Um, got, a, got some mixed news. The good news is I have been totally discharged from my therapy where I, after I was dealing with all the medication transitions and the all the nine yards of that. We're, we're done with all that. The computer is sick. I have yet to try and get it put back. It's put back together, but it's, it's not acting the way it needs to at this point. Anywho, I am working on trying to get back on the radio and, and playing more of those hits for everybody. I did not forget you, and thank you all for being out there and for all your kind and humble prayers. Well, you sound uh, so much better. Than you know, and let to. me ask you this question, Pam. You know, you said the drive that's messing up. And that's some of your music. Do you have your music backed up to another place? Or if that drive is gone, which it most likely is, can you replicate that? I can replicate the majority of it, I think. Because when those, the people that use uh, portable drives for their music, and I understand there's a lot of good reasons why they do, but they live and die, and they... They, well, this one was working before I moved. What I think happened is it got jostled when I moved. Right. Well, that can happen. Just a little bit of something or unplugging those things and plugging them back in. Just anything can set off a USB drive. But it, that that drive was sitting put for years. Right. And it's However, an, I had to get out of my house given the fact that I had all the medication issues. And all of that, I had to get away from two stories. And that's why the right. move, like I said, I'll, I'll do everything I can to get myself back on the radio ASAP. They knew, well, you know, that'll take its time. But the newer drives are smaller and they don't have to run on electricity. You know, the, the old drives are used to have to plug in. I remember I was at a... We were someplace at a meeting, and somebody bumped into the cord, and it knocked the drive down, and that was the end of that drive. And oh, boy. I, I had to replace the drive, and it wasn't even my drive, and I remember that quite well. So um, those drives can really, really drive you crazy, but it happens. Well, it's... It- won't be it's, it won't be the first thing that's ever happened to anyone on the station. That much I do know. Oh no, 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 no! It's happened many a time before. I remember I had put all my 
old-time radio on one of those drives once, and it broke, and I had to redo that again. So I always... I remember the time you filled up one of those one of those drives of old-time radio and accidentally hit the delete key. Oh, oh no! Deleted oh, the God. whole thing. <laughs> and deleted oh, the whole no. drive, and he had to start all over ah. again. But seriously, guys, thank you all for all of your patience and your prayers and, and kind thoughts. I'm, I'm more than grateful. All right, Pam, and thank you. Thank you, Pam. Okay, uh, do we have anybody else, Jeff? No, well, uh, no, unless, uh, unless anyone would like to raise their hand, we're, uh, we're all caught up. Now, we do have someone. Alan. So, Alan, why don't you uh, unmute yourself out in Ontario, California, where it's, uh, I don't know if you're near the forest fires out there. but that's... Yeah, we, we, we're not in the fire area, but uh, there's a lot of fires up north. There's a lot of fires up north uh, around the Sacramento area. So, what's going on out there where you well, are? Well, uh, it's... 71 degrees right now. It's probably up to 97 here. So there's not really much we're walking right here going on. Is all your equipment working okay? And my equipment is working, except one of my computers. My HP wants to sign into uh, to my account again, so I have to see what I can do with that one. Yeah, little things can happen. Sign you in, sign you out. Yeah. Um, cause all kinds of problems. But How's he, your brother doing, Alan? Uh, he's doing fine. He's... Uh, Listening to a talking book or using a picture, trying to vote one, you know. Ah, very good. So, I really enjoy you guys' uh, programs, all things radio and things. Jeff, hearing your guys' voice, and we'll be thinking of him, you know. Um, Walter and I will. Yep. Well, we hope we can cover soon, you know. Entertain you tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, thank and, you, Alan. You have a good one. Oh, you keep, yeah, keep listening. Okay. All right. Next on our list is uh, Charles out in Maryland. Can you unmute yourself, please, Charles? There you, there you go, Charles. Yes. Um, anyway, how's everybody? Um, sorry to hear about Tim. Uh, I will pray for him tonight and keep us informed how he's doing, <clears throat> please. And how's Jerry? What's, what's up with him? Well, um, I hope he's doing okay. Go ahead. I don't know much about Jerry right now, except his treatments have started. And I think it conflicts with the time of the coffee club. You know, they're both going through a pretty rough patch right now. Judy in the home and getting adjusted and trying to get yeah, better. Yeah. And Jerry, you know, with all that cancer treatment and he's doing chemo and radiation. So, you know, that's hard enough, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. And so, you know, we, we do have to remember them because. Oh, know, yeah, for sure. And you um, know, I will do that. Jerry's definitely and, going to be tired. Are you doing all right, Charles? Yes, thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, it's just they keep it coming and going. That's for sure. Um, if it ain't one thing, it's another. But I'm I'm doing okay. I'm um, I'm feeling really good. And that this, where they um, you know um, opened it up, it's starting to heal up. And um, I won't. I won't need to see my cardiologist until February next year. Wow, that's a long. That's amazing. Well, no, um, that's good. Yeah, it is. I mean, <clears throat> you know, he was impressed with my uh, recovery, and you know, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to rush anything and screw myself up. That's for sure. Nope, don't do it. Just don't do it. Keep listening, though. But if you got questions or can say, you know. Just keep listening, and 
Well, we'll be right here, I hope. Yes, and I, and I do appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody's concern about my situation, too. I don't want to act like I'm taking you guys for granted. At least I hope I'm not. No, you're not. We got to okay. give Jeff and a hard time, though, Charles. We got to give Jeff a hard right. time. I know, I know. Right. That's true. We do take him and for I look, granted. Always, but, oh, oh, go ahead. I said we do take Jeff for granted, but we got to give him a hard time. <laughs> right. That, that's true. Also, I constantly listen to all things radio, and I love it. I mean, each episode gets better and better and better. Um, another thing while you're here, if you if you choose to answer, um, you know, I can I look up on the internet uh, jingle packages, but like a lot of stations, um, like for example, WBZ had the same ones as uh, WWIN did in Baltimore here, and I can't find WWIN or. Um, like, for example, WCMC in Waterwood, they had their own uh, jingles. They were similar at one point to uh, WJEJ in Hagerstown, Maryland. Um, like, it would be, for example, um, it was a group of guys that did it. It would say uh, WCMC in Wildwood or WCMC Instant Weather. And it would like be like WJEJ Radio Hagerstown. There's just a lot of things on the internet that was that's never safe. Go ahead. Well, a lot of those jingle packages, <clears throat> well, the ones for WBZ, the ones that you're familiar with from the '60s, were made by a company called CRC, or Commercial Radio Corporation. Oh, I look for that. And there's a there are plenty of those jingle packages on YouTube, and then. They also had packages that were done by Jam Creative Productions, which uh, was uh, which was an offshoot of Pams at one time. Um, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, and, and they also had other jingles that were done by a company called TM or Tom Merriman or TM Productions. Um, oh, TM so, Productions, I'll look that up too. Or, or, or TM, just look up TM Jingles, and you'll find WBZ Jingles as well. Same thing with okay. KDKA. Did their main packages over the years was uh, was made by uh, TM or Tom Merriman. And, uh, but, you know, you, you could go day after day after day, and, and, and every day you go on YouTube, you might find something different. But, but you can find a lot of things on YouTube to, when you look up jingles. Um, I yeah, think that's, find that's, that's interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a, you hear things you've never even heard of before. And what about, then after this, I'll let you go. I hope this isn't boring the rest of you. Um, I don't know if you've heard this one or not. It went, it was a group. It went, happy birthday to you. It's what we like to say. We salute our special someone on your special day. Then it was, then it was, um, you know, time for the announcer to come in. And then it would say, you're that special someone. Happy birthday to you. Um, and, you know, it was a group that sang it. And, I, and I'm trying to find it. And I can't seem to locate it. Those are rare. I know which ones you're talking about. We didn't have them in New York City, but I've heard them over the years. But uh, they're, those are hard to find. But Jeff can find oh, okay. him, maybe. I, if I find him, I'll let you know. Charles, thank okay, you very I mean, much. And thank you. And I hope I didn't bore everybody. No, no, you didn't. Believe me. Thank you. And I believe, if I if I know it, I think it's Nancy. So no, uh, no, can no, you unmute you're, yourself? You're talking about Dick in Milwaukee. Oh, Dick. I'm sorry. I get, I get their numbers mixed up. That's okay. It's Dick in Milwaukee. Okay, or go Oak ahead, Dick. Creek unmute yourself, Wood. please. Hey everybody, it's not Nancy. There you go, Dick. That's a, that's a, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Listen, Bill. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't call you last week. Um, did you get the birthday present we sent you? 
birthday present. Yeah, we sent you a huge stack of $100 bills. I wrote in the mail and the envelope, do not open in mail, large amount of cash inside. And I didn't have your address, so I sent it to Jeff. Oh, uh, what a nice guy. Give money to Bill. Oh, that's nice yeah, of you. Yeah, that's stick. nice of you. I thought you sent him to the dog. <laughs> I thought you sent him to the dog. I was thinking about you this after this morning, Bill. I mean, uh, Dick, because I was watching Highway Patrol on uh, Me TV just a little bit of it. Uh, oh, Broderick Crawford, our neighbor. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So I hope you gave the money to Bill. Um, I know the post office, none of the mail clerks would just steal the money. We know that. Oh, right. I I don't have to worry about an address here. I'm so famous that they just know my address. Right, right. But (laughs) so what's going on in Milwaukee? Are you? Oh, it's hot. And uh, we we didn't get, we we had a lot of uh, thunder yesterday. We didn't get uh, as much rain, not in our area anyway, where we are. over the weekend, we had power outage. We were up at the camper. We came home, and our backup sump pump was beeping. But and of course, I had to re- uh, do all my presets on my one of my radios. But uh, hey, listen, it's part of life. Now you said your backup sump pump was was beeping, but was yes. there any? You didn't have any damage in your basement or anything like that? Oh no, no, no. Oh, definitely oh. not. Now, Dick, this would affect you. Tune in. Radio is back in the NFL business. Oh, really? Yes. So if you don't have XM and you want to pay $9 a month or less than $99 a year or whatever, you can get all your NFL and I think other sports is coming back. But definitely the NFL is back on TuneIn again. So you can listen on your computer or one of your devices. So... You might keep that in mind. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to get caught up on your All Things Radio. Uh, I'm a couple weeks behind on it. Yeah, uh, that uh, it just changed as of last Thursday night. That that reminds me of my dad. I, I, I remember when I came home from college and my friend Bill, Bill from Syracuse came up to visit with me. And uh, he's looking at in the den and he had a whole bunch of magazines to... And uh, and Bill says, gee, uh, he was talking to my dad. I see a Collier's magazine. It's from 1948. Well, my dad used to save magazines. And he, and, 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 Bill, and Bill said to my dad, well, why do you have Collier's from 1948? And my dad said, well, you know, I'm a slow reader. A <laughs> <laughs> real slow. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I knew you probably needed to know because I don't know how you're getting your NFL because the free NFL football doesn't work so well anymore. No, it doesn't. Uh, mm. Sometimes well, I'm going to have to play with it. It's funny. On my desktop, I still have it on there, the, the free football radio, and they still got some stations on there. Uh, but on my uh, laptop, it is not on there. And you go to the site, it's not there. It's kind of weird. I don't understand that, but we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, yeah, football season's starting already. I can't believe it. Yeah, we're the only place that has two backup, backup, quarterbacks and they're fighting it out and they can't decide and now they're giving them both even reps in practice so who knows it'll probably be a third player hey, so, we'll trade your foals you only give us the number one draft choice we'll, we'll give them to you yeah they can they can keep him nobody <laughs> else wants him why do you they, hey guys take care all right all right thank you Dick. tell me i got a message from jr he said something about the post office having a mail slowdown what a I don't know how much slower it could be because it seems like it's worse and worse every week. But uh, what's that? You? The post office and the mail coming oh, to me. Oh yeah, I mean, I... It, it's it's really getting slow. 
Um, I mean, I don't know how much slower it can be. It's a, it's hey, you know something that we've never talked about that I just, I built, you told me something about it before, but I listened to uh, the Mystic Access podcast last night, and they were demonstrating the new voice that you can switch to for Lady A, and the fact that it will also, you can tell her to change your wake word on a lot of devices, and you have several different wake words to choose from on some devices like you can choose with an echo computer ziggy and something else that's pretty cool and jennifer i i have a male voice on my tap which is in my bedroom and i have the same male voice on my tv which uses that uh, voice assistant so it's it's kind of interesting that you can do that it is but i wouldn't want to call the male that name so i probably would change it to something else well, on my tap, I don't, I don't have to call it anything because I don't, well, I don't have. I, well, you can make it, you know, you can do total hands free. I don't, but you could. Yeah, so. you can do hands free on the tap, but there's a cost. Sure, eat your battery up. It will yeah. eat your battery up tremendously if you do it hands free on the tap, and we tried that. But I've noticed the tap is getting worse, worse. And worse. I don't know if it's becoming the age of our tap or they just can't get the updates for it anymore or don't update it. I don't think they're really supporting it much anymore. No. They're really not. So if, 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 if at some point they're going to do an update and it's going to break it, and you might as well uh, throw it out it. to the recycling right. bin So, somewhere. yeah, it's, it's, it's something. And it seems like these... These radio stations um, or services seem like they're always changing something because you might say, play Legend Oldies Radio, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work. You just never, ever, ever know. Um, if and But the tap is the best of all of them. If you use Siri on your phone... Well, Jeff and I tried that the other night. Remember, Jeff? Yeah, we we, t- we we kept trying to tell it to play a certain radio station, and it would not play it. And uh, and, and I'm noticing that say, even with Sonos, for example, if I if I use the Sonos um, on my computer to search for a station, an iHeart station, using the TuneIn part of, of, of it doesn't work because because they haven't updated the the Sonos app. But uh, I don't. To me, that doesn't make any difference because there's an iHeart app for Sonos anyway. However, even that's not updated totally, so it doesn't show you all the radio stations that are available compared to what you can do with the website or the iHeart app on the iPhone. No, and it's 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 just just changes. But the the Echo device or I don't. I mean, I've got the, you know, the Google device here, but I don't think it's quite as good as the Echo device on radio stations. I mean, it's not bad, but you know, it's good on a lot of things. It's good on directions, maybe, or looking. And at it's business. good on getting phone numbers and stuff. Yeah. If I say I want the phone number of uh, of my doctor's office, it'll 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 find it with no problem. Yeah, that that part is good. It's just extra good, but the. The radio part, eh, not quite as good. And you can't, of course, you can't do audible books on the Google device because I guess it makes sense. Amazon owns Audible, so where are they going to put the books? You know, that that makes as much sense as anything. 
Son, has anybody heard any more about whether when when bards are going to come to the Echo? I know RNIB is already there. If you're eligible for that, um, I'm hearing any time. Now, maybe somebody out there knows more than I do, but I've been hearing it's going to be any time. And what we mean by that is you'll be able to play your bard or your, for a better word, if you don't understand bard, your talking books, the books you get from the library on your Lady A device. Now, that would be cool from time to time. Do you think you would ever... Well, Jeff, you're not a big uh, NLS reader, though, are no, you? No, I'm not, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't use it if it was on the if it was on the uh, Lady A device. That's certainly true, but I'm not a big book reader. I do all my reading on the Internet, uh, but most of what I read is radio-oriented. It's, uh, it never stops. It's just that on a daily basis I read right, article after you, article. You've got to change your life up, Jeff. I know. i got to get a life, Bill. You know about, that already. You, right. You've got to read about... Marriages and relationships. Well, I don't know about that. You've <laughs> got to read about credit oh, cards. Oh, I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, you can at least be like me, Jeff, and get accused of all. Somebody told me the other day all I ever read was detective, mystery detective stories and espionage books. The last detective story I read was some. I don't even. I don't. I don't remember. Maybe it was one of those um, pyro, uh, pyro uh, detective uh, stories from. Uh, I forgot the name of the author. Agnes. Uh, I forgot her name. But I, I Agatha know. Christie. Agatha Christie. That's it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm not a big book reader, but uh, I remember when I was in you know lower school at the school for the blind. They used to read us the Bobsy Twins. They were they would do mystery stories and uh, Nancy Drew. I remember that stuff, and but, but I'd rather watch the movie than read the book. So well, with your device, and let's get some people to maybe call in here, or if anybody's in the room and wants to chime in, what what would you use your Lady A device for? Well, uh, that's Fran Avila. Let's ask the movie star. Yeah, uh, movie star. Go ahead, Fran. I'll, unmute yourself, please. Okay. And there you go. All right. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I would definitely use a lady. To re- and I, I'm an avid reader of talking books, and um, I'm always reading. And so, you know, and it sounds good. I would do it um, sometimes if I don't need it to be portable, because I don't have a dot or anything. We just have the um, Echo Studio and the. Uh, I know I wasn't talking to you. Uh, Echo, stop. Echo, stop. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> How do you like that Echo Studio? That's that, that's supposed to, that's supposed to have very good sound. It does have good sound. It's not um it actually is it has really good stereo for the size of it especially and just the way it uses it. If you can, you know, it it sounds really good. I like it. How big is it? Mm, how would I describe it? Bigger than a bread box. Yeah, it's definitely bigger than a bread box. Um, Gary <laughs> says bigger than a bread box. Um, let's see. It's wider than the tower, you know, the, the big round one. Um, yeah, it's probably a couple feet around. It's kind of roundish. But it has and, a pretty good uh, tone to it. Yeah, what it's supposed to do, and I don't know whether it really does this or not or whether it's kind of a gimmick. But it's supposed to, um, when you plug it in, it's supposed to adjust to your room. Um, you know, adjust the sound to the sound in your room. 
you know, what would sound best in your room according to it. But I've moved it from room to room, and when I've moved it to another room, it didn't do that. So I don't know whether that's really a thing or not. But uh, I guess a lot of people put two of them together, maybe. Um, there is a way to do it. Uh, the only way we can't, the only reason we can't do it with the two out here is because they're under different accounts. Gary's got one and I've got one and they're not on, um, I don't know how to get family sharing going where we can use either credit card because we have, you know, we have separate accounts. So, you know, sometimes I might want to buy something and he doesn't want to buy it, but it'd be, you know, would be good to be able to use it. And I know that you can do that with family sharing, but I think you just have to have it on one credit card. You can't put two in there. I don't know. That's my understanding anyway. I could be wrong about that. Somebody can definitely tell me. But um, but you would like your bard. You would like your bard books if you. Of course, they're not portable. You'd have to have a tap or a roam or some kind of device. Yeah. Well, if I'm just if I'm just laying in the bedroom reading or you know something like that that would be nice you know because if if, you know if gary isn't there in there because then i don't have to use uh sleep phones or headphones and you know i can why won't they make an amazon device with headphones you know where you could plug in a pair of headphones wouldn't that be cool i think doesn't this one have Oh, I can't quite reach. Anyway, I'm trying. I thought it did have a headphone jack on. Is it, Gary? Uh, what? Yeah, there is. Uh, there is a headphone jack on the tower one. I forget what this one's called. It's the first one we got. I don't well, don't they have called. those glasses? They call them Echo Frames, and they're, they they use headphones. They're they're kind of like the Bose frames. So I think they have those. I I don't have an Echo. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I. I know a lot of people. I kind of was reluctant to get one at first, and then I saw somebody's, and I was, I was like, "Oh, is that great!" So I got one, but you know, I, I wasn't I remember, sure at first if I wanted one. I remember when they first came out with the Echoes, and I thought, "Why in the world would somebody want that?" Yeah, it wasn't long before I figured out why. <laughs> yeah, you right. can't you can't believe how popular they are. Uh, I mean, when radio, I, I go from a broadcasting perspective, and they know how many people are listening on smart speakers. Because I mean, if they, if you put an app on your own radio station, you could you could get that information immediately, and so they oh, know. Sure. So uh, yeah. it's very they're very popular. I yeah, mean, well, uh, of course, no question. Of course, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't like about them is that they just know they know too much, and some people say, "Well, they're you know they're listening to everything you say." I don't but I think, have much well, to say. you know, I'm not really important enough for them to really spy on you know <laughs> so but they're good with a lot of skills too i know chris and dave is it their crock pot or pressure cooker or one of their devices they use with even their grill their... it's partially usable with lots of things like the instant pot you can't do everything with it but the grill works well and so does the kasuri air fryer and the Echo is also, I, I should I gotta be careful, I'm going to get my own thing going here. It's available <laughs> with that new Cure uh, K-Supreme, Smart K-Supreme Plus. It will have, there's an iPhone app to run that Keurig, and there's also, it also will work with your yeah. Amazon. I'm not buying it, though. but the, the, Yeah, it's amazing how many things. Yeah, um, brew my coffee. Chris and Dave, I know you've got a lot of things that, that uh, you got to use a lady to do, <laughs> or your phone. Yeah, especially the phone. We use the phone more than we do her, really. Yeah. Just because that's what I'm used to. 
It's convenient to be able to use her because a lot of times you don't have your phone with you or you got your hands and something and you don't want to be touching your phone so you can. Yeah. There's so That's one reason I, I like the, can... the Amazon microwave too because you can talk to her and your hands are not clean. You're not touching the. Right. Now. I saw a June oven the other day and it was it said it was either you could use it with your phone or with your um with your A lady. You actually yeah. saw yeah. a June so oven? that was interesting. Where did you see it at? It was uh, on, oh, where was it? I think it was on Amazon. Maybe it was on Walmart. I get mixed up. I go to two of them oh. so much. <laughs> well, but. I, I will tell you, I think the June oven does exceptionally well on baking and all the recipes and the things that you know that they do or they're pre-configured i wouldn't call them recipes would you chris like when it says well it's like kind of like presets, only presets. There for individual foods right yeah well i don't know i'm not gonna get um i i'm not happy with my um the oven i got the uh, cuisinart it seems to over I don't know if it's me or what it is. It seems to run too hot or something. Yeah, to overcook everything. Yeah, I I tend to agree. It it does a good job. I mean, when you can cook French fries in fifteen minutes, it does a good job. But you got to know what it does. But in the scheme of things, but like if I put a recipe in that uh, put something in that's supposed to go for three fifty for thirty minutes or something like that. Um, I take it out and it's burned. Yeah. You know? I, so, um, so I'm just going to get a plain old, I'm trying to get a big, because I used to have a pretty big black and decker plain old oven. Fred, are you it. preheating? Are you preheating first or not? N- not because of the no, fact okay. that the thing runs so fast. That's yeah. What I yeah. I preheat for a little bit, but I, I don't usually have the problem burning, though it does cook fast. Um, and it's not a bad little thing. Um, it's good for the price. The Amazon oven is pretty. I mean, it's nice to say, you know, preheat that I bake at three fifty for X X X X X, and it actually does that. Now it's not going to. I don't think anybody would ever accuse it of overcooking. It's. Not that way, but it's it's yeah. a different type of oven that it doesn't have the conventional racks, you know, that you think of with an oven. It's a microwave, but you can well, put... It's not a rack you can put in it, but not like an oven oven. It's, it stands on little feet. Right. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. And it's got a fry basket. So there are things you can do with that, but there are advantages to it, too, that... A, you know, it's a lot more affordable than the June, but I think the June, oh, yeah. I think the June can cook a whole lot more, um, you know, different things that, that you can tell it to do. So we're interested. We just got our grill. We was bad mouthing and whatever because the grill was great on the outside, the pellet grill, but it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It looks like Tim's coming in, actually. Uh, but hey. So we'll we'll set aside here for him. But now it looks like that app is accessible. So 
and it can be used on um, Alexa and all the other things. So we'll talk more about that. Let's say hello to Tim. Tim, are you unmuted? I think if this is working right. Oh, my God, you sound pretty good, Tim. This is just on my iPhone. You You can stay right there, friend. So, oh, I thought I was muted. I'm no, sorry. you don't need to be muted. You you can stay there. You're just talking to Tim. Yeah. Tim doesn't. Anyway, care. hello everyone, and I'm not. I probably won't stay very long because I think I have to go deal with some tests or something. Who knows? Well, well <laughs> have some coffee and call me in the morning. When when did uh, you get there? No, I'm Tim. just kidding, Tim. When did you get to the hospital, Tim? Uh, yesterday afternoon about. What was it? Three o'clock, something like that. What? I mean, I don't want to get too personal if you don't want to talk about it. But what? I mean, I talked to you on Monday and you sounded so good. What? What triggered it at that at the point that you had to go in? Well, Laura saw kind of a blackish spot on my leg. She was nervous about that. Evidently, they aren't, but they still think that it was a good idea that I came in. So, what are they doing by having you and giving you? Um, all that stuff they run through your veins and like they yeah, do me. Yeah, intravenous, um, their uh, antibiotics. It's something myosin. I don't remember what it's called. How um, is your foot feeling? Are you able to walk on it yet or not so much? A, a little bit, but boy, I unsteady. I haven't walked since Thursday. Or, well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I did walk upstairs Saturday to use the bathroom yeah but uh man when you when you don't walk it's like it goes away awful quick do you want me to tell laura to bring your computer to the hospital and we can hook up to the internet and you can do your show no i better not do that i think she'd probably kill you <laughs> i'm well, just kidding you his uh, wife. i'd have to put uh i'd have to put the station's playlist on on that computer and I don't. I don't think I want to mess with that. No, I'm just giving you a hard time, Tim. No, I think he meant your desktop. Yeah, the one that you have now with the uh, that you use. That's it's already set up for the legend. All you do is move it to the hospital. You can bring the mixer. Yeah, she'd, the, she'd yeah. love it. Yeah, and she'd be killing me in the process if you did it. She, she might not. <laughs> she might not come and see me then. So, uh, how long do you anticipate staying there? There's hoping that I'll be out either t- today or tomorrow. But I don't know if they're still hoping that or not. I haven't talked to them for like since late last night. But so well, I, guess... I know that. Oh, go ahead. I'm go ahead. sorry. No, Bill. you go. Well, I know Bill has had his hand raised for a while. I'm. Should I bring him in? Maybe you can say hello to Tim. All right, Bill. Unmute yourself, my friend. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Tim. I heard you were in the hospital. How's your shoulder doing, though? Shoulder's doing great. Okay. And I was supposed to go in for my first uh, rehab session for my shoulder today oh. but obviously i'm not going to make that but <laughs> anyway, yeah because i heard i plugged in your show i think it was was yesterday or the day before and bill was on there and i said what's bill doing on there and then he said something about you or i figured oh you either your shoulder went bad or something happened to your shoulder that's what i thought when i heard you weren't there actually bill's taken over the legend i have i've taken yeah. over the it's legend all, bill, all, the, all the time yeah I figure yeah, I can't I, get any listeners. I'll just go on everybody's show. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, yeah. But anyways, good luck in keeping your prayers and hope you kill them better. Yeah, thanks. And yeah, no one 
Oh, go ahead. Go, well, I was going to tell Jeff, and then what I raised my hand for, I'll catch it later on that. That was, we're talking to Tim. No, I'll you can you part. can tell us now, Bill. Tim. No, 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 go no, ahead. I was, ahead. Gonna, I was just going to say about the, uh, I use NLS, and I think it would be kind of nice if Bard was on the Lady A, because I've got, I got one of her, and you can probably get more books with about the mailing and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and yeah. then also, has anybody, anybody ever tried where you connect to a friend on the Lady A and talk to them? Oh, I've done it many times. Yeah. I've done it, but I don't think it doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound great. There's okay, a thing on there sure. called drop-in. So, for example, if I set right. it up in advance, I can drop in my on my friend, and he and he, drop, and he can drop in on me. As a matter of fact, sometimes uh, a friend of mine will drop just drop in, and I know that they've dropped in because I'm in my living room, and it makes a beeping noise, and I can hear I can hear his audio in the background. <laughs> Speaking so. of problems. Can you, can you hear what you're doing if you're making... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it, you have to get permission to do that, but you can do that. As a matter of fact, um, um, their original intent was: to, if you wanted to monitor your kids, you could you could do it. You know, kind of like a glorified baby monitor in a right, sense. Right, right, right. Now, one thing I've oh. noticed is when listeners call in with requests using oh. the A lady, um, it never can translate them. Oh. No, it never can. And they must not get close enough to her. I, I think they're halfway across the room. Yeah, you know, oh, real, I think that is part of it. That, I think that's quick. something. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Real, real quick, I've got it. Just getting a bulletin on my way to the radio. Severe thunderstorm that called all the boats off the lake from Illinois, Indiana, and Michigan. When was the last time you saw tornadoes in Chicago besides right now? I mean, you know, this uh, week. They had, we, well, in the city itself, it's been a while, but they had uh, six tornadoes in uh, DuPage County. Uh, what's the day? Wednesday, Monday night. Yeah. No, but is that, that unusual? Because I, I've never heard about no, tornadoes. No, it's not, no, it, it, you, they, they have them. Yeah. I mean, it depends. You know, they, they can have them. But the city, usually, they say something about the city. The last time I think they had really one in the city was in the early 2000s and that went through near me because it uh, took the roof off a couple big stores about six blocks from me it was Paul brothers a big furniture appliance store something like app and those things and did some damage down that way we didn't do any damage well i took some shingles off my roof i had to redo my roof then but that was i know when it was when um, katrina went through Katrina went through first, and we got the tornado and took some shingles off because I had to put a new roof on, and they had to strip it down all the way. And they said they're going to put new plywood sheeting on the roof uh, to give it more support. And they laid that down first at $20 a sheet because all the stuff went to Katrina. If the storm had happened about a week before, I got it for like $5 a sheet. Uh, it's not the way. See now, maybe if it blows off the roof in the uh, in, at the Jewel Osco supermarkets, well, that's not even exists anymore. We can oh, come yeah, in no, and, and Jewel, oh, Jewel's still there. There's still Jewels. Yeah. Oh, Jewel's, oh, Jewel Osco's still big. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, well, I was going to say, if it blows off the roof of Jewel's Osco, we can all climb in and grab all the food we can take. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's Jeff. That's Why Jeff. Get around here. Huh? Yeah. Right, yeah. All right, Bill. So, thank uh, you. Someone okay. else has a question for Tim. Yes, Pam. Can you unmute yourself? I am unmuted, I think. You are. Go ahead, Pam. Okay. Tim, I, I, I wanted to basically say you are in my prayers. Uh, Thank you. Also wanted to let you know, yes, I have been through cellulitis. That is no fun. I dealt with that back beginning of June when they first, well, I had broken my foot in April, but they didn't find it until June because they, they, the original thing was that I'd had a bruise. And when they when they re-X-rayed me and found the break, they also found my cellulitis. 
So yeah, that that stuff is painful and no fun. And I hope you're out of there and able to walk around and do what you need to do real soon. I'm surprised how many people I know that have had it. Oh man, it's, it's it, quite it's quite a bit more common than you than you think. But however, yeah. the best way for you to treat your cellulitis when you get home is every day you should have two shots of gin. <laughs> well, this this sounds like a good idea. See, well, See? I, they'll probably t- they'll probably tell you to stay off your foot. But... Would, would a Tom Collins count? That would yeah, count. That would him. count that too. Would but... Certainly, that would certainly count him. He doesn't Tom have to Collins be... would be better than pure gin anyway. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, as, not... as soon as I'm able, I'll be back, guys. Yeah, we'll be glad to get Tim back because. Um, I'm going to have to learn something about music while he's gone. So, now, Tim, I won't uh, even ask you about the about the radio in the hospital because it's always bad in those hospitals. Because yeah. I, I haven't even tried it. I've been listening to everything. Uh, like I last night, I listened to Raleigh James, and uh, what else did I listen to? Oh, uh, I was looking around for other talk stuff. Can't find anything really that interesting other than I mean, it's all either George Norrie or. Or nothing. Uh, Did you listen on your radio or did you do it on your phone? On my phone. Yeah, I lived on my phone when I was in the hospital. That lady goes, I like to sit here and listen to your books with you. What about about television? Do you have have a TV in your room that you can use? And uh, yeah, I know know they give you a limited amount of channels when you're in the hospital, but yeah, although their selection used to be good, I haven't tried it yet this time. I never even used the TV while I was there. Never. They used to have uh, one there. Maybe there wasn't. What did they call it? The science or something technical channel or something like that. I always found that really interesting, and I. Um, it was only available on, I think, Dish Network or one of the satellite networks. It's not on Comcast. Oh, well, yeah. actually, I think it was on Comcast if I wanted to upgrade 10 bucks a month, <laughs> which I didn't. You're still hoping they'll bring back the Physicians Radio Network. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we, I, I was uh, talking to Tim about that. There used to be a radio network for doctors called the Physicians Radio Network. Oh yeah, on the sub and it was on subcarriers. And I mentioned that to Tim on Monday when we were on the phone, and he said, "Well, I remember listening to that as well." And I used to, I said, "Well, when I was living in New York City, I used to listen to it all the time." But yeah, they uh, did. Uh, New York City have good sound on it, or was it that same? It was that same UPI audio phone line sound. Uh, They they all sounded that way. I I heard it in Syracuse. It was the same thing. Yeah, because I always remember when I, in the 70s, one time I went to D.C. and got to hear National Public Radio with really good sound. You know, that was back when they had the network lines. Ah, well, talk about National Public Radio, and I'm going to talk about it on my radio news. But we lost a National Public Radio person who I remember from his days before he was at NPR. His name was Neil Conan, and he did a show called the Talk uh, Talk of the Nation. Is that what it was called? Um, yep, yep, and, Talk of the Nation. And he was a news a news director for, for National Public Radio for a while. He also was as an executive producer at All Things Considered, but he cut his teeth working at WBAI, uh, working for Pacifica Broadcasting at WBAI, and before that he worked WR, he also worked at WRVR when they were a, like a commercial public station with they were a commercial station with public type programming and jazz. So uh, passed away yesterday in, in Hawaii at the age of seventy one from uh, from uh, cancer. 
All right, I'm going to change the topic for just a little bit, Tim. You're right in here with us. so, And that is, and if you have to go, just feel free to go, you know, whenever duty calls. What do you guys think of the conventions? Looks like ACB is going to vote to do or changing their rules to do hybrid conventions where people can vote from home and listen to the convention or go in person. Do you think this is a good thing or some of my friends say it's a bad thing? It's going to ruin live conventions. I lean towards a more inclusive where I think everybody needs the opportunity to vote and participate. What do you guys think? I I think it's good. I do too. Um, The times they are changing. And and not everyone can afford to go to the convention site. I mean, ACB is going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, if I'm not mistaken. Not everyone can afford to go to Omaha. So, I mean, if you could listen to the convention, uh, that's a good thing. However, I think a lot of people are afraid that if it goes to a hybrid situation, people won't go to the convention and they're going to get stuck paying a hotel room for hotel hotel rooms that aren't going to be used. Well, but I don't think you can turn back the tide. uh, No, I don't either. I don't. I think there'll still be plenty of people that that can afford to go and want to go. But uh, I, it's the experience of the hybrid is is so much better because you can well you can find out you have time to go to so many sessions and things that you wouldn't have been able to go to if you were there in person. Plus, you know the exhibitors aren't going to lose anything because they can. They, if they have Zoom rooms and things like that, they can take you off into our private Zoom room and get your credit card or whatever. Just like Jeff does now. That's he, right. He That's right. As a man, uh, wasn't like it nice, Jeff, Tim? You bought me my new my new uh, ham radio at about $5,000 from Kenwood. It was, it was great. It was on your credit card. It was fantastic, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, then Jeff will be broadcasting from a new facility. Yeah, jail. <laughs> yeah, the crossbar motel. Common with some of his friends who are in high office there in Albany. They can go together. <laughs> are there any? Uh, are there any hams that broadcast from? I mean, from jail. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wish I, I could tell you, but I don't know. I don't uh, think so. I, I have never heard of any, but <laughs> they probably don't admit it if they are. What kind of key would they be? Yeah, but but the are bread you guys, and water key. But are you yeah. guys thinking? And anybody that wants to come in the room and comment, I think I think ACB. Well, a lot of it, both of them, has set the standard for what's going to be. Let's see, Alan's got a comment. I think Alan, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, I think uh, going to Zoom. Uh, I guess the ACB change for uh, hybrid conventions would be a good idea because a lot of these conventions are kind of expensive to get there. You know, kind of get your plane ticket, hotel room, and that kind of thing. You know, that would give it more of us an opportunity. Well, I guess it's like, yeah. Why should a small percentage of people be doing all the voting that can go to the convention? Where the other people who are members who are paying their dues also cannot go. Yeah, because I think that's what's happening because only a small percentage can vote. And there might be uh, something that you may want to see passed that's not passed because of that reason. When you look at the the business meetings and how many people are in on them, it's usually like five, six hundred. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, the voting was, uh, uh, I can't talk for NFB because I know you know more about it than I do, Tim. But I mean, uh, for ACB, they used that, uh, what was it, uh, vote.org, I think it was, or something like that. And it was, a, it was, it worked. I, I can't tell you how smooth that website was and how easy it was to vote. Vote now, I think it was called, Jeff. Yeah, vote now. That's it, vote now. What did Ace, what did NFB use, Tim? I can't remember. Oh, I, I can't think of what it was called. It worked really well, though. Did you guys have people voting from all over the country? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was real easy and real reliable. I, I don't think I ever had it goof off the river on any of the votes that I did. Oh, there were quite a few. So maybe so welcome all the people that lobby for accessible absentee voting don't suggest something like, like those services to do it. Well, Jennifer, I think one of the one of the problems is uh, with with the voting like that is everyone's paranoid yeah. that if they do absentee voting or if you or if you're able to vote from home like that, that it's going to be corrupted and then someone's going to get into it. But other countries like Australia, and they've been doing that for years and years and years, and it's worked quite successfully for them. So I don't I don't know, Jennifer. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know the way they talked the last time um, when people were going in person. You know, I had a judge trying to sway my vote. So I do know that, you know, there's nothing perfect, unfortunately. Is Pam, do you have a comment? Go ahead, Pam. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I've been to both both types of conventions. I went to the one in St. Louis. So Bill, as you know, I've got a chance to meet you and Jenny. And I attended the hybrid convention this year and... I I enjoyed the I, I enjoyed both experiences. However, I don't want to deal with another experience like we dealt with in St. Louis with the inaccessibility of some of that stuff. Um, I also think, like Bill and others have said, there there needs to be a means for everyone to participate if they can't afford to go. It so happens that the one in Omaha isn't going to be that far from me next year, so I can go if so if I so choose and have. A roommate or you know just it's i i just just think i, I agree with jenny the times are changing and i think that once they've gotten it started i don't think they can turn back no i don't think so either i think the time has come that we can vote we can participate and like you said there's always going to be people who are going to travel and go I but, love to travel, but I, I'm just. I, but you got to admit yourself how St. Louis was. It was a oh. big train station they were in. That was one of the hardest buildings I've ever seen to travel. And to that get was around. not pretty. And if I hadn't had Ira there, there would have been trouble. And I mean, I, I helped as much as I could in situations, but even I couldn't read everything. Well, I will well, tell you even that even the volunteers had trouble figuring out how to get people places because uh, they didn't have good maps even in the building, so you could tell where well, you were. I think I, my issue has always been that ACB doesn't seem to want to pay attention to how something is laid out versus what it's going to cost. Well, that I, could that could be. I don't know, but I know one of the other experiences I had with that convention is they had a lot of volunteers, and most of them, 99, maybe 98, 95%, were very nice. And I I don't want to call out a group, okay? But they had a religious group there 
that was volunteering, what they call witnesses or whatever. And somehow or another, Jenny and I got separated, and I was trying to find, and the guy said he would help, but I would have to come and listen to his tracks, you know, whatever they were reading. And so I did it because I was really trying to find her. And it was quite a big, you know, area and whatever. But then that track led into like several months of phone calls that I finally had to say, hey, stop this. I'm not going to become a witness. And I don't know. That was just an experience that I, I, I'm sure they're at both conventions. And I think they do a wonderful job. Most, most of them do. And I think that was probably a pretty rare experience. I commend them for helping, though. I had a similar experience, not not with a convention or anything, but I had a reader that did that to me when I was in college. Yeah. He said basically that he would do reading for me, and, and he kept saying, I'll do it for free. And I said, you know, that I want, you know... I don't. I don't know if I worded it that way or not, but control over what I, the times and stuff like that, and he wasn't willing to do that. So, so yeah, I just ended up letting it go. Yeah, but I think you understand what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, that. Um, you know those those are massive. But like Jenny said, now I can sit down and you can, and you can choose where you want to go and you can be there and listen and whatever. So I think this ketchup bottle's got the lid off. So it it does make Speaking a, of ketchup. It's almost time for your, let's see what time it is here. You're going to put ketchup yeah, on my, ha- my hamburger? Is this a, a demo? Yeah, it's we're going to It's a demo, be, but it's a chicken gravy. We were asked to do a I, demo of making chicken oh, gravy. So. I have a. I have an, a packet of ketchup left over from my omelet. All right. So, so if anyone wants it. Right, they can have it. <laughs> Tim, I, one thing I will do today when I'm doing your show, if you all leave this Z-O-O-M room going, and if you want to jump in during your show, you can let me know. Oh, yeah, and, okay. And we'll put you yeah, right on the I, I think I'm going to have to go pretty quick here. Okay. But if you do, let me know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Yep. And we'll see you guys. Hopefully, I'll be here in real form next Wednesday. <laughs> Feel better, Tim. Take care of yourself. Yep. Thanks Hopefully a lot. Back yeah, on I'll, here. I'll probably be in all things radio. All right. We'll okay. Be careful. You Thanks. promise? <laughs> yeah. It's a threat. Oh, good. It's only a threat. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's see here. Your demo is about 23 minutes, Chris. It's 24, basically. 24. And we have the recipe for the same thing. Yeah, so what I th- what I thought we might do, let's see, it's going to take 24 minutes. We're at... Um, 27 after now. Yeah, we'll come back for a few minutes, I guess. Yeah, because somebody might have a question. Okay. All right, well, let's do our, here comes our demo. Well, good morning, everyone. Today, by request, the request was 
to uh, to give a recipe for making good chicken gravy from scratch. From scratch. So. Uh, Chris is going to be doing a lot of this explaining things, and I'm going to do, <laughs> do the, whisk. the whisking and all that kind of stuff. And instead of using a stove today, we're going to use a portable cooktop burner. And we've had this for quite a while, and it's pretty accessible, and it works well. And you can use the stove. I, I use the stove a lot. Or if you've just fried your chicken, you can use your electric skillet if you fried it in an electric skillet. Or whatever you fried it in, you can use that. This is um, chicken grease that I had put in the refrigerator when we did the, or the fried chicken a while back. When Remember when Dave fried the chicken? Well, this is leftover grease from that that's been kept in the refrigerator, so it's still good. Uh, we couldn't do the chicken and the gravy in the same demo because it would have been too long. So I saved the, some of the drippings from the chicken, and you can make the same gravy with pork chop drippings or whatever. Uh, but anyway, this happens to be chicken gravy because it's leftover drippings from the chicken that he fried a few weeks ago. Okay. Now, today I'm going to be using this is a um, this is a whisk. I'm going to put my recorder, lay it down here. I will put the whisk info in the um, demo when when I I will get the link and and so it can be in the demo when we send it. Okay. Anyway, this is this is kind of a different kind of whisk. Uh, when you take this thing out of the, this whisk out of the box, and now there's different sizes of these. Uh, this set has two in it. And it has a, sort of a plastic type. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it's made of, but it feels like plastic. I think the whisk part itself might be metal. I'm it not is. Sure. It is metal. The handle is the plastic. Handle, uh, is uh, whatever this is, plastic, whatever the it's case It's a really may be. hard plastic, I think, heat-resistant plastic. Now, this thing is pretty cool. When you take this thing out of the box, uh, if you lay it down lengthwise going crossways, uh, it's, a, it's nine inches long altogether, including the uh, handle. And uh, it's flat when you take it out of the box. This is just what they call a regular balloon whisk, but right. it's flat when it comes to you. It's really cool. So what you do is you pick this whisk up and on, uh, I'm holding it crossways right now, uh, going from left to right. Now, I have it upside down on the table and it's laying flat, but it's a little bit puffed up in the middle. Because it's, you know, it's it's actually, uh, I guess you could say, uh, uh, opened. You're going to join the sides together, so, so it's kind of bent the way it wants you to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick this whisk up, and I'm going to bring the sides together, squeeze the sides together. And when I do that, there's a little ring on the end of the handle, and I'm going to snap that. 
end of place against it, it'll lock onto that onto that handle holding those two sides together and giving me a whisk you put it over basically the circle that the two sides more or less make when they come together you slip that ring over them and that's what holds the whisk in a whisking position right so now it is it's in the whisking position. I like these whisks because our drawers aren't real deep here and if you don't have unless you have really deep drawers as most of you who have a balloon whisk know it gets caught on everything. Sure does. And this way this that doesn't happen so I love these. They're from QVC. So Chris is going to get into now she's no, go ahead. Uh, she's going to um, explain, you know, what what all has to be done to make this gravy and what uh, stuff, ingredients you use to make it. So, uh, Chris? I have measured out my stuff, which I typically do not do. I um, typically don't measure for gravy, but I did this time for purposes of the demo. We have <clears throat> one quarter cup of chicken drippings in a pan on the stove. Now, normally you would use a skillet. I'm not going to use a skillet today. I'm going to use a deeper saucepan because it's just easier to whisk in a deeper saucepan. But typically you would make the gravy in whatever you fried your meat in because you're going to have it right now. But we didn't have it right now. So we're going to put it in a saucepan. So there's a quarter cup of chicken drippings. There's about a half a cup of flour, just all-purpose flour. Now, you can... Well, I'll get into that in a minute. And there's um, an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper in the flour, and there's a teaspoon of salt. So that's more or less how, you know, you salt and pepper to taste. You can use other spices if you want. I also have measured out milk and water. Now, my milk and water ratio is about two to one, so twice as much milk as water. And I have a total of... Uh, two and three quarters. Is that right? No, three. I'm sorry, three and a quarter cup of liquids. So, however you want to do it, the more milk you use, the creamier your gravy's going to be. I like some water in it. I don't like it to be super creamy, but I do like a cream gravy. So, that's how I usually make mine is a combination of milk and water, in part because that's how my mother made hers. Well, about how much water and how much Well, there's milk. there's about a cup of milk, I mean a cup of water, and there's about two and three quarters cup of milk. So, you could have gone with an no about I'm sorry about two and a quarter cup of milk. So it's it's about t- more or less twice as much milk as water. So depending on how much you want to make, but a, this is a total of three and a quarter cups. So a cup of water and about two and a quarter cups of milk. And and I'll probably use that recipe for the recipe today. And I have all that stuff measured out. You would do well to get your stuff out before you start making the gravy because once you start, it's pretty. it moves pretty fast and you don't have time. Somebody's got to stand there and whisk. So you want your stuff at the ready. Okay, well, as I said I was going to do, I have the whisk in my hand. I'm going to take it over. I have the recorder in my shirt pocket. And once I start the uh, cooktop, 
burner. We have the cooktop burner sitting on a glass um, cutting board over the stove. Over, over top of the stove. Yeah. So. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm here at the cooktop, and we have done a demo on this this cooktop at one time. So it's Copper Chef induction. If you want to look for the demo, right? And induction is really nice because the only thing that gets hot is your pan. And I like it because you can set the actual temperature to the degrees you want. That's why I like to use it. So. I'm going to have the, uh, I'm standing in front of the cooktop right now, and the first thing I'm going to do is press the medium button, which is going to, would would normally go to uh, 275, so I'm, I'm going to press that, okay, now I'm going to find my uh, start button. Well, I have to do the... No, do, do your start. Do the start first? Yeah, okay, I'm going to yeah. start it then. So I find the start button. We have Braille labels on those. Okay, now what I'm going to do is find my up and down buttons. And um, I'm going to press the down button. I want to drop it down about 30 degrees. So I'm going to press the down button. One, two, three. Now, the reason you would do that is because anything that has milk in it, it you have to be really careful so it doesn't scorch. That's another reason I like to add some water. So what we're going to do when the grease is hot, we're going to make what's basically a roux. We're going to... Whisk the flour into the shortening till it makes a thick paste, and we're gonna. Then we're gonna start adding our liquid, and the, my flour already has the salt and pepper in it because I just put it in. So. Okay, and we'll be right back as soon as this thing gets hot. Okay, so what we're gonna do now? I'm gonna check the temperature with a thermometer to see. Is because we don't want to get it too hot. So I, ha I have a thermometer here. Turn it on and stick it down in there. Here, yeah, I like that. Straight up and, and press the button. It's got 118, so it's got a ways. You don't have to have a thermometer, but it's kind of nice sometimes to check the temperature of your grease. I feel a little better about doing that. Okay, we're uh, up to temperature. 244. 244 is about where we are. So now I'm going to take this whisk, and I'm going to hold the handle and put this down in here to the pan. And I'm going to start gradually adding the flour. So start okay. whisking. And I am whisking. Okay, you 
and some whisking trying to get this all mixed up. Or it lumps. Yeah, we definitely don't want lumpy gravy. Some people like it, but uh, I don't. And because this is a square pan, you got to get in the corners real good. Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's a nice, deep, square pan that fits right on this cooktop burner. It's pretty cool. And we'll just keep doing this until... He whisks left-handed. I whisk right. It's well, I switch hands. Uh, one gets tired, and then I switch to the other one. yourself you need to whisk with one hand this is when I do whisk with my left hand you whisk with one keep whisking you whisk with one hand and you um, pour with the other because you're going to do it gradually I'm going to start pouring the liquid I 
always amazed to see how this stuff turns out when, when it's all done. And lots of times, if it's just us, I'll, I'll make the McCormick pepper gravy in a package. <laughs> now, what you can do if you want to, to this gravy or the McCormick gravy, either one or the uh, Pioneer, they're both very similar, is... Um, substitute your water or your milk one for some chicken broth especially the water because like I said I like a creamy creamier gravy but you can use chicken broth or you can throw in a bouillon cube or anything like that to change up the flavor you can use a little bit of canned milk if you want to it's pretty much whatever liquid you want to use <clears throat> it's um what's it doing in there beginning to thicken a little. It's still not hot enough. Okay. It looks like it's getting pretty thick now. He's been whisking and I've been whisking a little bit. And looks like it's getting pretty thick and it's taken, what would you say, about 10 minutes? That's about right. So, you can tell with your whisk and if you're not sure, we'll turn this off. You can take a spoon. And you just, on this cooktop, you just push the start button to turn it off. And you can tell it's really thick. And get down here pretty close. And I'm going to let them hear it drip off the spoon. I don't know if you can. No, it's not making much noise. Mm -mm. But you can tell it's, it's thick. You know what gravy's supposed to feel like. Most people, I mean, it's just going to be thick like... Um, I'll take the spoon and see if you can say it's like something. Well, I'll right have to get... Here, right here. Oh. It's almost like pudding, only not quite as thick. No, well, definitely not yeah. quite as thick, but... It, it's like a normal gravy. It's, yeah. It's kind of like... Here you go. I'm looking at... I have a spoon in here. You can tell a little more. You can tell with a whisk, too, but not as well as you can with a spoon. Here. Looks pretty good to me. Actually, I tasted it. We both tasted it. It is really good. Get Pretty off. good. Get it off the spoon there. This is a square pan, which is nice because it lets you pour out of the corner. But you could do the same thing out of a skillet. You just got to be really careful pouring up hot gravy. She has a she has a pretty good sized bowl there to pour that into. It looks like you've got it about all out. Yeah. Now we got a lot. That made a lot of gravy. It did, yeah. You can't beat that. Yeah, usually I make about half that much, but, you know, for the purposes of a demo, I would say it made about three cups all in all by the time it thickened and cooked down a little. That's really good. It is good. Great stuff. I would say that's successful like gravy. Yeah, it smells good, too. The funny part of this is... We're making, <laughs> during this demo, making the chicken gravy. So we're having pork chops today yeah. <laughs> with mashed potatoes and chicken gravy. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. It'll well, be good. Chicken gravy works good any, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. That's right. And you can do, you can even just use regular shortening if you don't have any drippings. You can use a quarter cup of regular shortening, but you need to put some flavor in there if you do that. Um, and you could use, like I said, a beef cube or beef broth or chicken broth or chicken cube or whatever, anything, vegetable. You could probably use vegetable broth 
anything you'd like, but it will need a little flavor. The gravy is done, looks good, and all that kind of good stuff. Smells good and tastes good. So, Chris, you got the information of all this stuff. Okay, let me drop some stuff in the bird bowl. So she'll make yeah, it quiet. Yeah, the bird's begging for food. She thinks she ought to have gravy, and she can't have that. <laughs> oh, she'd make a mess out of that, wouldn't she? Yeah, she sure would. So I gave her some peanuts, which I just dropped one on the floor. The cat will probably find that. Anyway, this was chicken gravy from scratch, her request. And um, here, I'll get the recipe later um, on the coffee club itself. And for those of you that get the email, you'll get it. But I told you I'd give you the info on the, on the whisks. They are from QVC, which you may reach by calling 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515. They are Good Housekeeping is the brand. It's called Good Housekeeping Set of Two Foldable Whisks. It's item number K51652. Uh, that's K51652. The cost for both whisks is $23.80. Today we used the small one. The bigger one is um, two or three inches longer and also bigger around at the balloon end. I did look on Amazon today. I did not see them on there, although they might be there buried somewhere. I only looked through the first 20 or so results, but I didn't see any foldable whisks on there. So... You can either get them by calling QVC or go to QVC.com, and they may be available other places if you want to check there. But I know for sure QVC still has them. So that's pretty much that's pretty much the info on that. So now I guess it's almost time for us to chow down as soon as our pork chops and potatoes are finished and and. Uh, so we'll have the pork chops and mashed potatoes and chicken gravy. There's some corn There's available some corn. if you want it. I love corn. There's corn, green beans, and butter beans all available. We've got all kinds of stuff. So anyway, that's how this <clears throat> chicken gravy is made. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And um, if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us and we'll get the answers to you. Or you may reach us during this broadcast by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 848 Seven two five four five zero. That's eight four eight seven two five four five zero. When you're asked for user ID, press pound, and you will be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding chicken gravy. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. All right, we're back, and we looks like we even got a raised hand. Maybe a yeah. question. Pam's got her hand raised. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Good demo, guys. 
Just Thank had you. a couple of couple of questions. Number one, Chris, can you use Bisquick with that recipe instead of flour? Um, I don't see why you couldn't. You'd have baking powder in there probably, but I don't think that would really hurt anything. Okay, number two, with with those whisks that you used, are those designed to save drawer space? Um, yes. And the reason I ask that is because I have the smaller KitchenAid hand mixer that has a the whisks that goes on the end of that as an attachment. Does I'm assuming that that would work the same way as your balloon whisk would. Yes, it should. But it did turn out really well. Sounds <laughs> like good. it. Sounds sounded good. Yeah, I, I was just curious about the Bisquick because I like to use Bisquick and different stuff like that. You you probably could. All right, thank you much. Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So what? It, you want one of your recipe, Chris? Yeah, we have a recipe for chicken gravy. It makes three to three and a half cups, depending how far you cook it down, how thick you want it. One-fourth cup of drippings from fried chicken. One-half cup flour. Three and a quarter cups liquid. I use two and a quarter cups liquid and a cup of, I mean, water. Milk, I mean, and a cup of water. One teaspoon salt. Quarter teaspoon of black pepper. And you just melt your grease Add your flour, whisk it in, and then gradually add your liquid and cook it about 10 minutes or so while you whisk it till it's thick. Sounds good. Sounds like good stuff. Um, so, Jeff, everybody asks, what well, Chris and Dave are cooking, what are you cooking today? I have no idea because I don't really like to cook when it's hot and heat up out of the apartment, but... Uh, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it today. No chicken thighs or anything? No, I did. I had the, I had chicken leg quarter yesterday. I might make, uh, which I don't normally do but for dinner, but I might have some hot dogs and some salad because uh, it's easy and I can, I, can, I can put them and boil them and it's quick and, it's, and it takes no, no time at all, basically. Do you boil your yeah, chicken hot breast? dogs very often anymore. Well, oh. I like good hot dogs oh. sometimes. When, uh, well, when I was a kid, my mom used to boil them. Sometimes I, I cook them in the microwave as well, and sometimes I put them on a frying pan. It depends. Chris had to go up and get an Instacart order. It just came, to, it got delivered? Yeah. They were a little early. <laughs> well, I'd rather have them early than not come at all. So that's Yeah, really. It. Sometimes it's nice if they're a little early, especially if there's something you wanted to eat in there. Yeah. Yeah, they had some. Uh, Martin's has these homemade crab cakes, and they are stuffed with crab meat. And I'll tell you, mm. they are really super yeah. good, so we got some of those. And... Oh, that sounds good. But I'm the only seafood eater in this household. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. I think you sh- I think you should make Bill do that, Eat, start eating fish. <laughs> When you start eat eating, food, when you start Every eating, once in a while he'll eat fried fish. Yeah. No, I'm not going to start eating liver. Okay. Well, then there you liver go. Liver onions, Dave. There's a limit to what we should have to endure, Dave. <laughs> I will not eat anything's liver either. I actually got burned out on liver when I was growing up. We lived on a farm for a while, and Dad was building a house, so we we lived on this farm. 
And um, we had liver with this and liver with that. And then mom came up with this idea to make liver pudding. She, she put it on pancakes. And I did, every, I did everything in my power to let her know I wasn't going to eat it. So I, I, I would smell it, and I'd say, well, Mom, what are we having for supper? And she'd say, liver and pancakes. I said, Mom, I'm, I'm not really hungry right now. Why liver? Why, why was it that you looked on the farm and you had liver all the time? It's, I don't quite understand that. but maybe. Well, because Dad liked it, and I guess the girls liked it, but I didn't. <sighs> I mean, Ooh, I don't even, I I don't even like liver pudding. <laughs> I don't even like chopped liver, so it's wicked stuff. I think <sighs> a lot of people like it, and I suppose, you know. But I, I had my fear of liver worst because I didn't think it would be as bad as liver. Uh, can't eat that either. <laughs> we have two hands raised before we leave. Let's, uh, Bill, and then we'll get to Pam. Uh, Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah. Uh, real quick, that recipe was good. Uh, have you guys, curiosity, talking about chicken and all that stuff, have you guys been noticing the price of food's been going up? I went to the store with my daughter the other day, and they wanted $5.99 for a watermelon. Yep. Yeah. Everything is going up, Bill. Everything is pretty much I mean, going up. Really, uh, really going I up mean, high. I buy steaks. I mean, I'm not talking about the top of the line, but, but a T-bone steak, which was normally nine ninety five or twelve ninety five. Eighteen dollars a quarter oh, pound of uh, uh, a uh, porterhouse. Nineteen dollars right. a, a ribeye. Chicken has gone way up. Man, oh, you can't believe I, I buy those chicken leg quarters, and I can't believe how expensive those are. Well, look what happened with chicken wings. I mean, you used to get those for like ten cents a piece. Well, yeah, but now now they now they make it chicken wing places. Yeah, you know, the, the barbecue chicken wing and all that stuff. So yeah, and it's buy not all that stuff it, up, right? I it's not yet, cheap. Right, I saw yesterday where they uh, some chicken company put out to destroy three different brands. I forget the brand now, but it had salmonella in them. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing is there there a lot of restaurants are substituting chicken thighs for chicken wings. Just letting you but know. They, but right. they say, though, if you really cook that, you know, well, and, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like it real crispy or anything, but we do. Right. It'll kill the salmonella. It'll kill it. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you you just have to make sure that you've done yeah, that. you got to make sure you get over 165 degrees at least. Yeah. Right. That'll kill All right, Pam, can you, can you unmute yourself, Pam, because, uh, Pam, go ahead, Pam. My hand, I, I had already talked. Oh, okay. I oh, so you're done. Down. I'm sorry, Pam. Is there anybody else that has to make or would like to make guess not for the record i love liver i got everybody must have thought i needed your chicken recipe i got four of them four copies of it <laughs> four copies four copies of your chicken recipe wow because i only sent it out once well, it's computer's multiplying things. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I guess. Guess, guess you're supposed to make it. Like the watch that keeps on ticking, that takes a licking, and keeps on ticking. Yeah, and that yeah. does that. Well, we're going to do double duty for those who didn't hear earlier. I'll be continuing on, and we'll take over and do the Tim Moni show. So we'll be. Well, doing I'm going to go do something real exciting and do utility bills. Hmm. You do utility bills and you Jackie's, guys have a good one. Jackie's All right. out we'll, watching. We'll talk for, to everybody later. Okay, and give me give me a minute, guys, to switch over. I'm going to stop this. 
uh, encoder and give me a second and we'll be switched over and we'll start it up again. What do you want me to do with this? 